three, two, one. Hey, folks, it's Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. And on today's show, we have a piece of trash here with us. Oh. Well, not just any piece of trash, good trash. Well, or should I say, good trash media, man of the hour, the man that is so great at podcasting, he is labeled as a master. Mr. Caleb Masters is in the building. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Elijah Bailey Show. Are you looking for the home of your dreams? Then look no further. Two Doors Realty has just what you need. Two Doors Realty is a full-service estate brokerage providing the highest quality of service for home buyers and sellers. Their agents are professional, honest, and responsive. They take great care and utilize the latest technology to create outstanding listings and to maximize exposure for those listings. They do business in accordance with the federal fair house law. A highly educated and competent staff, immeasurable integrity accompanied by quality service will lead you through the only two doors you'll ever need to walk through. The doors of Two Door Realty and the door to the home of your dreams. You can find them at twodoorsrealty.com or contact them at 405-418-6407. Make sure to let them know that you heard about them from the Elijah Bailey Show so the show gets a little bit of a kickback. Physical strength is no substitute for perception. For perception is the key which unlocks the intangible power of the spirit. You perceive nothing. Folks, like I said, we have a master among masters here with us today, Mr. Caleb Masters. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, really excited to be in the, here in Black and Studios talking to you guys this afternoon. Oh. I can't believe it. Like, like honestly, <laughs> I'm in awe right now. I almost feel like I'm like fan shocked. Like out of body experience? Yeah. Like yeah. I was actually in here thinking like, is it too cold in here? Or do I just got goosebumps? Like, why? Man. Richard has goosies, folks. Isn't it, isn't it that weird thing whenever you meet someone you've been listening to on the internet, like the <laughs> podcast for a while, and you're like, and you you actually meet the person, the voice, and you're like, what's going on? It's so your mind is alone, and that's kind of what is happening. <laughs> it's to right me here, right Richard Tapp. I'm like, I've been listening to this guy for weeks, and now he's a, he's a real person. Oh man! And, and I've heard so much about you, Mr. Masters, and I've heard a couple of your shows as well, and. It's it's an honor to meet you, sir. Oh yeah, it's a real pleasure to be here, and um, just really impressed with the studio you guys have together here, and uh, you guys have got some great shows under your belt as well. So, uh, thank real uh, thank you for the invite today. Oh and, no, thank you. And and the only reason we have those shows is because when I first met you back in April, I was like, Richard, you never guess who I met and who I talked to, and I started talk, telling Richard about our conversation about podcasting in your studio, and Richard's like, dude, we only have like three podcasts, we got to get on the ball, and so it's been like a little back and forth. Uh, you guys have motivated us to do to do more here at the studio and to to perfect our craft and and me. I mean, Richard's seen like three pages worth of show notes down to oh minimal, yeah, show used to send me show notes and it used to blow my mind because he, he knows I don't like reading. Yeah, right. So he'll send me a show note and it's like three to four pages. I, I just I just look at it. And I'm like, well, I'm hoping I can understand everything with this title. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and show, no, show notes it. are my jam, though. I'm like you. I'm like you. I'm like I have crazy. I'm my other co-host will be like, oh my god, these show notes. You have like two or three pages of like bullet points yeah. and things. Yeah, people go crazy. But, but you want to make sure that you have the content, and and I don't want to yeah. keep keep you guys from from our conversation. So we're going to dive right into it. So uh, for for my audience, uh, where are you from? And then give us a little bit of a brief history about who Caleb Masters is. Yeah, so I am a podcaster, one of the co-founders of the website, goodtrashmedia.com, which is uh, basically a podcast network uh, dedicated to talking about, like, 
films specifically. Uh, kind of our thing is uh, we want to get into like film analysis. So we do we do have a movie review show. Where we kind of mm. review stuff and talk about hey was this good was this bad. But we're more interested in getting into the weeds about hey what is this what is um, Terminator saying about X Y Z. We talk you know we we want to be a little smarter about it. Uh, yeah. This started as a college project at UCO uh, with okay. the original founders of the Good Trash Genre Cast, uh, Arthur Gordon, Dustin Sells, and Dalton Stewart. And I actually joined that podcast later, and it grew into this full network. But it's all about film analysis. Hey, what are the what are these movies? What is uh, 1989 Batman uh, or uh, Watchmen? What what is what are these things? What is the conversation the film is having with the audience, and what is it saying? Because um, we want people to, to not just go and watch a film just to be entertained, but also yeah. be engaged and to and to walk away from the, even films that most people would say are kind of worthless or disposable entertainment yeah. being like, Hmm, this movie challenged me or made me think about X, Y, Z. So that's kind of, kind of what we do. Uh, of course we've, uh, you've, you, we've had you on an interview show, the people's sister yeah. film with uh, Dalton Stewart. Fun. Um, we have, uh, like six film podcasts right now. Uh, we've got a wrestling show too, and yeah. we've got some really uh, exciting plans coming down the two, uh, come coming in the works coming down the line soon here soon too. Nice, nice, so very beautiful. When when you guys came up, or you guys expanded upon the uh, thought process of taking the analytical side of movies, was it just because trying to tell that story from the director and the writer's viewpoint? Because a lot of people. They're like, they see who the writer is, see who the director is, and like you said, they just want to go for entertainment. But if we can get inside the minds of these people that are creating these movies, then we can have a better appreciation for them. Is that kind of the thought process? Yeah, a, a, a little bit of that. And there's sometimes, you know, even filmmaker writers and directors, they also say things in their films that maybe they don't realize they're saying, you know, yeah. uh, based on the culture they grew up in or mm-hmm. where, where their story is coming from. So we also like to read in between the lines on that as well. But most definitely, it's trying to kind of break down the script and the ideas that are at work in the film and talk about those. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a way that's you know yeah we like we want to be smart and yeah. but we also like to be a lot of fun, fun and crack yeah. jokes yeah I mean yeah. We, we play <laughs> we have games we play on the show all the time and it's a, it's a blast and so what influenced you like uh, when you heard about good trash uh, media what what kind of called out to you say man I want to do podcasting or was that something that you had a strong influence for movies when you were growing up, and then you found this group that was doing that? or Yeah, so it's funny. I, I grew up a very uh, evangelical conservative, uh, so <laughs> I was, but I was a little bit of a rebel because I was sheltered. You're like, oh, you can't watch this and that. And I'm like, mm, I'll find I'll a way. Find I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so don't tell like, me what to do. Don't, don't, you can't read Harry Potter. I'll just go to school and read Harry Potter. I'm not here. You know, uh, you know all that good stuff. So uh, for me, uh, films was kind of a, I grew up in a small town. There wasn't a lot to do, so uh, my, my trips, my entertainment, it was go to the video store, rent yeah. movies. We didn't have a movie theater in my hometown until yeah. like my sophomore year of high school. So yeah. it was going to the video store and TV, um, which again, at the time, it was just me going in and watch mindlessly yeah. kind of consuming these movies that I really enjoyed. Um, but it was when I got to college and I said, hey, I think, I th-, you know, I was with some of my friends who I was like, no, guys, movies are a lot more important. So yeah. I started writing about it and also at the same time getting into the writing scene and, you know, uh, coming from these kind of more conservative circles, I was like, connected with a lot of podcasters on the internet from mm-hmm. you know the east and the west coast talking about films and video games and and pop culture and all this stuff so i said hey i really want to start a podcast um and then uh through dustin sells who is one of the co-founders of the good trash genre cast uh we we're mutual acquaintance i was like hey can i come be on your show i think what you guys are doing is really interesting mm-hmm. here because you guys aren't just saying oh this was fun you're actually having a real con- really in-depth meaty conversation about whatever the film may be uh you know uh, so that we, I kind of got on, became acquainted with them, and did some work. I uh, guest hosted on the podcast off and on for a couple of years, and then 
Uh, we pitched the idea. I pitched the idea to the guy, the folks, about doing like uh, actually launching a full website and starting January one of 2016 this year. We're like, all right, full website, yeah. and we're all going to have our own podcast that we're going to do outside of yeah. just the main good trash genre cast. Yeah, that's awesome. And see, you listen to that, folks. That's what you don't get here. We just talk about the movie. <laughs> like, man, I think this movie is going to be awesome. All right, next movie. So you got to go to goodtrashmedia.com uh, and follow their podcast. Uh, but you mentioned you grew up in a small town. Where'd you grow up at? So a uh, little, I moved around a lot. So my dad, I'm actually a PK pastor's kid. So my dad, uh, we moved around a lot because of yeah. the different churches. But uh, I spent my most formative years probably in a little town called Connorsville, Indiana. Okay. Uh, it's about an hour southeast of Indianapolis okay. uh, before I came out to Oklahoma. So Nice. So, so what else is there besides the movie store out there? It's open fields or what? Uh, a lot of corn. A lot of corn. <laughs> uh, you know, in high school, I did marching band um, and swim team and all those really kind of generic stuff. But there's not there's not a lot of culture. And that's what's interesting about small towns and, and, and interesting about, like, this kind of uh, resurgence of, like, nerd culture that's always mm-hmm. taken over, <laughs> which is great. Um, but, uh, like, in small towns, especially even 10 years ago, like, they're just – you didn't have an outlet – to kind of express yeah. yourself just because most people who have interests move to big cities, even like Indianapolis or Los Angeles or New York. And, uh, you know, so people, so a lot of culture that develops leaves. Yeah. So there's not a whole lot going on in small town, but, um, because of that, I got, I found the wonderful world of the internet and, mm-hmm. uh, it's been a huge, I mean, the internet's a wonderful, wonderful thing connecting me with folks like you guys yeah. and podcasters out in California and New York and, and all the good stuff. So, yeah, because I think when we got started, uh, I think uh, really trying to change the show, I think we were coming up on episode 10, possibly in all, in April. Um, yeah, because we had taken a couple weeks off. I was just looking on Facebook. I was like, man, i got to find some groups and, and you know try to learn more about podcasting. And I think you told me about the OKC podcasting community, didn't you, mm-hmm. Richard? Yeah. And so I went to that meetup in April, and I remember vividly standing the majority of the time, but you and me were just talking just yeah. about the studio and podcasting, and I had a whole bunch of questions about numbers and this and that, and then I was like, yeah, Caleb is cool people. He's a guy I got to talk to more often because he's got a lot of, far greater knowledge than I do in podcasting. And then in the back of my head, I was like, someday we'll have a show yes. when Caleb comes on. <laughs> yeah, it was like I, I think I had went out of town that weekend, and then um, yeah. I remember I came back, and he was like, you won't believe who I met. I was like, who? He's like, I met Ken Masters' little brother from Street Fighter. I was like, what? <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Yeah, uh, that's secrets what, out, secrets yeah. out, guys. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything. But. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if you didn't want. Me that and Ken out. have a complicated relationship here, <laughs> oh. so I don't like to talk about it on in public air. But you know, okay. since it's here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about that. But um, yeah, he came back and started telling me about you guys and started uh, telling me the knowledge that you had, and I thought it was so cool, just because for one, it was the Oklahoma City podcasting community. And then you see someone who else has the same type of passion that you have about podcasting, about yeah. having a voice and having an idea yeah. and a passion about something and being able to, who loves to talk about it. And then he started telling me just y'all's brief conversation and everything. And then at that point, I was like super busy because I think I was trying to lock down this place. Yeah. So then after once everything kind of started mailing out, that's when I started you know, going to y'all's website, listening to shows and start following you guys on social media as well. And it just felt good. It just felt good. Kind of like what you were saying earlier about it did spark a fire under mm-hmm. my butt. Oh, we're on your show. Yeah, so. It did spark a fire under my ass, Yeah, which was good because I always think competition 
is good. Breeds yeah, success you need for both. Yeah, and that's totally, and that's and that's what I love about the Oklahoma City podcast community is it. And I'm so glad it. it this literally just came out of nowhere. Like it in, really in, did. Like, in like March, <laughs> yeah. it was weird. I was like, I saw I follow because I follow Michael KOSU, you know, mm-hmm. from uh, Okie Geek. He's the morning voice of KOSU. So I follow him on Twitter, and I saw he was podcasting. He met with these the chicks with the flicks girls, and I was like, yeah. well, we got to get in on this. So we messaged them, and then we had a meetup in like March, I think. Yeah. And then there was there was like eight of us there, and then like the next month, which was the April meetup yeah. after Super Bitcom, man, <laughs> all that we had like forty people there. It was, yeah. it was amazing, and it's it's uh, I like it because. It's competition, but it's not. Like, I don't feel like the content we're making competes with you guys. It's more mm-hmm. complimentary, right? Exactly. Same with Chicks with Flicks. But at the same time, when I walk in here in the studio and I'm like, hmm, i got to up my game a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's just so fascinating for you feel like, uh, and we talked about this before, you feel like you're on an island whenever you start doing podcasts. It's just you and your crew doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you find, again, like both of you guys are saying, a kindred spirit in that podcasting realm. And you're like, dude. You know, we got to make something happen. And I feel, you know, that competition is on the back burner. But first and foremost, this is like a think tank. What do you, what equipment you guys are using, or what do you, what do you do here? I really like that intro that you guys had. Or do you guys, again, talking to Matthew last night, who is a graphic designer, got somebody that could come on uh, and do some designs for Black and Studios and some of the podcasts here. And it's just this big, big community that really looks out for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always a meetup yep. every single month. If there's a con or something involved, I mean, Courtney's really good. Give me your flyers. Give me all your information, and we'll put this out if you guys can't make it. And, I mean, we talked about this on um, the Black Box, having a team to build build the rest of you up. You can't do it by yourself. Right. So I'm real thankful for it. And then you have all these different personalities, and it's just fun. Uh, go to Fassler's Hall and drink beer and then talk about podcasts. Dude, it's the, it's the greatest thing because it's like it, we're all just hanging out. And yeah, like you said, it's a think tank. We're all trading, you know, information and techniques and skills and, and you know, making crossovers. And that's all great. But man, like it's just, just a cool place to hang out and get to know, uh, share that kindred spirit with other podcasters, yeah. you know, especially having, I, I mean, Good Trash, Genre Cast. And even I had another show I've done, uh, Game of Thrones podcast I've been doing since college also. And it's like, oh. it was like literally, like you said, an island where you're like, okay, well, this is cool. So it's it's nice to have every month you like meet up with these people who are also are passionate, passionate right? about yeah. it and really want to see all every all of us succeed together. Yeah. And that's the great thing about podcasting in Oklahoma City right now. You look on the east and west coast. If you're looking in California or New York or even Austin um, in the southwest region, like it's a it's an oversaturated market. Mm-hmm. So everyone yeah. it's already it, it's already open overblown. But here in Oklahoma City, because we're a little you know five to ten years behind the rest of the internet culture. In a lot of ways, it's a great time to be become a podcast in Oklahoma uh, oh, yeah. because you can make a big splash uh, in, a, in a community that's really starting to embrace the internet. Yeah. Uh, before we take our first commercial break, what all roles do you have within Good Trash Media? Oh boy, um, <laughs> that's a question. He had to tip. He had to take one hat off to put on another one. And, oh man, it's it's every day. It's a, it's just swapping hats in and out. <laughs> so I do a lot of different things. I produce. Uh, so I produce a weekly show. Um, back to the movies, which is the which is the movie review show. Where we yeah. review the new stuff. Um, I uh, d- did also hosted and produced the Cast Beyond the Wall, which is the Game of Thrones podcast. I co-host the Good Trash Genre Cast, which mm-hmm. is the main show. Um, I'm the webmaster for the website, so I actually proof and edit any written content that comes across uh, okay. before it gets published online. I handle social media. Um, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of, I go to meetups and cons and repas, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. But uh, it's wow. uh, it's busy. Yeah. But, it's, but I but, but I love enjoy every second. It. Of it. I love every second yeah. of it. I'm glad that I can have somebody else that, that suffers as well <laughs> going through all that stuff. Yeah, seriously. Cause I remember Elijah <laughs> told me a couple of your hats. 
And I remember kind of what Elijah's probably feeling right now. I was like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> he's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I haven't met him yet, I know he's you my know brother. What? Well, that's the thing. When you're, when you're starting, it, it's like a small business. When you're starting a website, you're yeah. a startup. I mean, until you have the, sta- the, 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 the funding available to pay a staff, like you just, everyone who's, who's in, in it, you all have to share responsibilities. And dude, starting a website takes, takes, I mean, I'm sure you guys are aware too. It takes a lot of different, oh, yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and there's all, it's all the, it's always the stuff you don't even think about. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll start a website. And then you have to just, XYZ, these little tiny things you didn't even consider all end up being a daily thing. So. Mm, he hit that <laughs> right on the head because <laughs> you are absolutely right. Even just starting a podcast, you just think it's just simple you as come in and talk. I'm gonna come in and talk, and then you're like, Holy there is a shit. plethora of stuff. Nice there's the equipment. There's you know well, the editing. There's music I gotta find. There's right. images I gotta have. There's content I gotta upload. There's there's just a, then you got social media and you have to have a post oh, written man. for it and all that stuff. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's the that's the fun thing about podcasts too. I, I my, my, obviously sitting down and talking is the most important thing you do, but at the same time, it's also the least important thing you do at the yeah. same time. Yeah. You know, as far as like yeah. job responsibility stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So with that, let's take a pause for the cause. Hey humans, this is Emily Stingle. And Elijah Bailey here from the Hoya the Warrior Way podcast, a martial arts podcast diving into the world of martial arts one kick at a time, the warrior mindset in a wild bunch way. To find us, you can go to our official Facebook page at Hoya the Warrior Way podcast or go to at Hoya Warrior Way on Twitter or Instagram. And you can always find us at www.blackandstudios.com where you can click on our link and have access to all our episodes. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Blackened Studios, Oklahoma's leading and finest podcasting production company. If you're looking to record a podcast, commercials for your business, or you need just editing, marketing, or consultations on how to begin your podcasting career, then simply go to www.blackenstudios.com. Or you can contact a member of their team at podcast at blackenstudios.com. Remember, it's Blackened. So let's open up the duffel bag. What's in the, oh, what's, uh, what's, in, what's in the duffel bag? Uh, movie I like trailers. that remix. I like the yeah. remix you threw on there. I, tr- I tried. Yeah. Not you, him. <laughs> oh, what's in what's in what's in the duffel I bag? Like it's like the Wonder Ball theme. You remember the from the nineties? The oh, I wonder, wonder what's in the oh. Wonder Ball? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I've forgotten about the nineties because the horrible clothes that I wore during that time. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I hate, to, I hate to tell you, pop culture is not going to let you forget the nineties <laughs> in the next five, three years of, of stuff they're bringing back. Oh, dude. Uh, but in the duffel bag, let's talk about some movie trailers. We were talking a little bit before the show. And this is where I silent my mic uh, and mute no, my headphones. Can... <laughs> okay. So uh, the first trailer that was out was Wonder Woman uh, coming out with uh, Gal Gadot, and it looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, guys, oh, uh, <laughs> nothing turns me on like Wonder Woman snapping a rifle on her ass. Okay, I'm sorry. Like it was, she did this really slick move where she slides on on her shield across the ground, and then the oh. next cut is her like literally snapping a rifle on her back. And I was like, what? this is amazing. This, this bitch uh, does squats. That's, is, all we yeah, that's, that's right. That's exactly yeah. what that was. Yeah. yeah, that was the exact tweet that I put. I said she slid across the fucking ground to whoop somebody's ass. I love this movie. Just the whole theme, uh, her being 
innocent to man's world and then going in and fucking up man's world oh, to the so nth great. degree. Yes. I, I love, there were so many great lines in there. There's the, there's this, it, it looks like they're playing with the, 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 the trope, you know, uh, Chris Pine's like, no, I'm not going to let you do this. And she's like, I don't answer to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like, I'm, this is great. Yeah, I'm not just like, and then at the very end, he's like, what what uh, what exactly is a secretary? She's like, I do what he says when he wants. Me. He's like, where I come from, we call that being a slave. She's like, yeah. oh, I like her. Yes, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be quirky. It's gonna be fun, but action packed because, um, like I said on my Facebook post earlier, I didn't feel she had the the look that I'm used to for Wonder Woman. Yeah, but her mannerisms yell Wonder Woman. She was one of the best parts of Batman v Superman. That yeah. music. Boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So. It's got me jazzed. And, uh, I mean, it's so weird. Uh, whoever, I, I know I said this before we start recording, but, man, Warner Brothers, who they need to make <laughs> sure to to give that a raise to their mar- me, uh, their marketing PR guy. Because as a guy who wasn't super crazy about B- uh, mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, I was like, I don't know, guys. As a DC Comics fan, yeah. I was like, still like, I don't know, guys. But, man, between that and some of the other trailers we're going to talk about, I was like, guys, take all my money. money yeah. Yeah. Particularly Wonder Woman, though. That's yeah. that's my number. That's probably my most anticipated superhero movie right now. The Wonder Woman movie is on the stripper pole right now, just spinning around, and everybody's throwing <laughs> the money out. Um, next movie on the list was Justice League. That was, I think, the way that they're playing Bruce and Ben Affleck's Batman, if you guys didn't know. If you guys have refused to see Batman v Superman, he is the Batman, and he's the straight man in the whole, whole deal. Yeah. Everybody around him has some kind of comedic relief. Like when he first meets Barry Allen... Uh, in the trailer, he's sitting in his his Barry Allen's flash cave, whatever you want to call it, and he goes, um, he, he throws the battering at him, and he moves. And the thing that's interesting about this flash is there's always lightning around him. He's moving so fast, he's creating that that static electric shock. And uh, he catches it. And he says, "Oh, so you're fast." And then their whole back and forth is, he's like, "I need you," and Barry's just like, "Okay." Okay, I need friends, and he's just real yeah. upbeat, and Batman's just like kind of plain Jane face, right? And it just feeds into that humor of the movie, and you can just feel it throughout everything. Yeah, and it, it seems like there there's definitely a reaction to Batman versus Superman, which was so dark, dark and yeah. heavy. This is they're they're definitely trying to lighten it up uh, yeah. quite a bit, which is which is good. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mind uh, you know superhero movies being a little heavier. I like it when they do kind of explore some some heavier themes. I mean, the Dark Knight trilogy did that, yeah, most effectively, I would say, and. But they were still kind of fun, and so, uh, mm-hmm. in moments you still yeah. felt like you had a good time. But uh, man, Batman versus Superman was just such a drudge. Like, oh, uh, I, I, Martha, I, Martha, Martha, why did you kill Martha? Where did you hear that name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so so <laughs> dreary. And this looks like they're trying to turn it around and make it a, make it a, make it a good time. Um, and and honestly, Ben Affleck, was, in my opinion, was probably the strongest part about the Batman yeah. versus Superman. So mm-hmm. I am two hundred percent in to see him do yeah. whatever, and of course more. More Wonder Woman, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And and what about Jason Momoa as Aquaman? Holy yeah, crap! Oof. That and in the in the trailer, you see that he's like blind in one eye, or is that just like it looked like his right eye is like faded out, like he's blind in that yeah. eye? Oh, he's just this this Aquaman is not taking any shit from anybody. I, I'm so glad we're finally getting a proper, I mean, Aquaman because yeah. uh, he's he's it, it really he's weird. Taking some hits. He's taken some oh, hits over the last twenty years, and, yeah. and I, I I like him. I, I like he's not my favorite superhero, but I'm like, dude, Aquaman, guys, he kicks some ass. The guy yeah. is a god in the ocean, exactly. literally. He can so you don't you don't want to mess with that guy. So it's nice to see they're kind of 
you know, helping revamp, revamp the image. Because and, they've done it in the comics, but a lot of people have strayed away since the Super Friends. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, just take Aquaman to the desert. He can't do shit. That's the whole Superman, <laughs> Super Friends but episode. You, but you would never take him to the desert. That's the whole point. Yeah. You know, I mean, try taking Batman to the middle of the ocean, okay? I mean, exactly. he's not gonna, or Superman, he's not going to be nearly as effective. So. Yeah. Um, and that movie was just phenomenal. After that, uh, the next one that I saw wasn't actually uh, any DC movie. It was uh, King Kong. Oh, yeah. Oh, Skull yeah. Island. Mm, okay, fuck. dude. King Kong was my favorite movie. <laughs> oh, the Stephen, the uh, Peter Jackson or mm-hmm. the original? The original. Or? But, well, well, I like both because it, it was just an expansion of, like, the, the original. Uh, you go back and watch it. You know, it doesn't hold up, but the, the theme and the, the tone of the... the well, right, and, and stop motion. I mean, Ray Harryhausen produced some great... I mean, yes, yeah. they, they air quotes haven't aged well, but it's for me, yeah. it's always looking back in the 30s and saying, wow, they did that in the 30s. The 30s yeah. It's crazy, yeah. But yeah, when Peter Jackson came along and you had that huge ass, and you're like, that's what I want to see. I, I've always had like Congo and all those movies where there's gorillas. I just want to see how they portray them in the Planet of the Apes. So King Kong was always. What are you shaking your head about? I don't like monkeys. Yeah, that's I, right. I you hate like fucking monkeys. Yeah, you hate monkeys? I, do you like. Do you, I don't okay, like any okay, how, how about this? Let me, let me phrase this question. He got do fucked you, by a monkey once. So. Oh, God. I'm bad. sorry. Yeah. He held his hands down with, with his feet and had, held his feet down with his hands and. This, this jackass just recorded the whole thing. I but did. luckily, well, okay. I got to it. It's on deleted. camera, though. It's no, on so camera. It's on World Star. It's, it's, it's been deleted. Oh, right. yeah, okay. I'm sure Elijah's got it in my back, though. You still have I, it? Yeah, I got oh, it. Okay, we're good. Flash we're all good. Uh, <laughs> like, I, don't even, I, don't, I never watched Planet of the Apes. Um, did not like the original Too much King PTSD Kong. when you were watching it? You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, so my question for you is, do you like, do you like Samuel L. Jackson? I do. do. Do you like Tom Hiddleston? Yes. Okay. okay. You'll like it. Y- nope. There you go. You're in. Nope. Uh, do you? Okay. No, okay. okay. Hold fucking... on. This is Brie Larson. Do you like Brie Larson? No. Oh. Well, I I don't like I don't hate him. I just don't care. For no, him. no. Brie no. Larson. Her. Her. Because that's she's... what I meant to say. I don't <laughs> hate He's her. He's so traumatized by fucking monkeys <laughs> that I'm, I'm just I'm just trying it to it does out throw a guy off no. though. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> if you like those things and you like seeing those things on fire, then yeah. you you're gonna want to see. King Kong, and even if you don't ever see the movie, you need to see the Skull Island trailer, even though you yeah. don't like trailers, because it's trailer a pretty sick trailer. The, you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about monkeys in the trailer, gorillas in the trailer, until like the end, and you just kind of see his head, but everything else is the is human aspect. Is it a silhouette of his head? Kind of, what's hidden or is vaguely. You see his, you see his hand. Ooh. Yeah. So, I mean, most of it, though, is a trailer about why they're going there, and then what their objective is. So why they're going to yeah. Africa to get... Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, it is... Dude, I I fucking shot my load several times yesterday. Over the dude, that's all. That's all Comic Con is, man. Yeah. It's it's like load after load. Guys, I'm running out of steam here. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my washer. I have to call the repairman for my washer. I was trying to wash my shit all day long <laughs> yesterday. But uh, on the topic of uh, King Kong and Richard not liking monkeys, let's move on to the next movie. Let's see if we can cheer him up. Oh, this will probably piss him off too. Uh, Suicide Squad got a smile on the trailer. It did, <laughs> and it was awesome. The fucking Joker uh, kicked Harley Quinn in the puss, and then she kicked him back. That was my favorite part of the. I'm joking. That didn't happen. Okay. Because Rich was like, "What the fuck?" That just yeah, that was blowing my mom's like. This is this is this, this is, is too, going too far. It's going <laughs> too far. It's going too far. It's going too far. But that the trailer that we talked about was like three minutes long. That was too long. I watched half of it, but I'm 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 just so captivated by the actual characters right. that they're building. I'm I'm really excited. I kind of wish I hadn't seen this trailer. Honestly, uh, not that it wasn't a fine trailer, but it, yeah, this would the first two. That now, came why did out, you? I'm about to stop you real quick. Okay, sure. so compared to the first one you saw, 
The first trailer? The first, the first trailer. Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah, the first. Was- oh, the, well, the the one with, uh, I think it was the first one, or for, second one. The, the second the second one, which was the first official trailer. The one that came out this year. Uh, was the one with uh, Queen uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That yeah. That's the best one, by yeah, a lot. that was the, perfect. The, the, there, and was that not good enough for you? Th- that was. Was that good enough for you, Mr. Bailey? I think so. Be- because, because what, oh, okay. well, I'll let you finish and then I'll go on. Yeah, well, for me it was it was because it 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 showed the characters. It looked like a fun time, but I still have I, I was no the time idea. had no idea, idea exactly on. what what the conflict was. And I was like, okay, I'm fired up. Just show me the movie now. Yeah. Um, this new one, I felt like uh, they started to give away plot points. And I was like, all right, guys, it's it's like a week away. Just just give yeah. me. I don't need this at this point. I, you've got my money. Yeah, yeah. The, and what I was going to say, like onto that one, that second one was the best one because the first one. I had this whole deal when they when I saw the first pictures. The first pictures of Killer Croc came out when they had King uh, King Shark on the Flash, and I was like, they fucking did King Shark, and King Shark looks like awesome on the Flash. But when I looked at Killer Croc, I was like, that looks like a piece of shit. Why am I going to pay money <laughs> to see if you can't have better quality than a TV show? Then fuck you. But then when I saw the second trailer, I was like, okay, I can get behind that now. And some of the stuff I saw within that three minute trailer, they just showed a little bit more uh, Killer Croc. And he's he's more captivating to me because I felt like he was the one that was out of place for that cast, just with his size. Yeah, they've and downplayed him. They've downplayed yeah. him quite a bit, and they and they have a great actor. And I can never say his name right, so I'll just say Mr. Ali because I know his last name's Ali. He's Mr. Echo on Lost, yeah. but he's played in a bunch of other movies. movies. He's a great great actor. actor. Uh, so I mean, they got they, they got a great guy to play him. I mean, uh, and his costume. I think we haven't seen enough of it for me to mm-hmm. to be sold one way or the other. But the yeah, the new trailer definitely showcased some of the minor characters a little more. Yeah. And so it, that's what pulled me in. But I didn't watch all of it. I Why think. didn't you watch all of it? Uh, it's just because it was too long for your attention? I think, or you just I, wanted to really? stop yourself because... I think that it was too long because I was sitting there. I was like, "How long?" And I was looking. It's like halfway through, and I'm like, "Man, I don't, I can't. I got it, time to watch." It was. This. It was a little. The pacing on it was as weird. Like, like, like you actually you did feel. This is weird for a three minute trailer, but you yeah. were starting to feel about halfway through. You're like, "Uh, yeah. there's still. This is only half over. Come on now." Yeah, like, man, I don't. I, I don't want to go to the bathroom. I don't want to miss anything. It felt like you were actually in the theater. Like, yeah, this is the movie right here. Well, then and, and they told you the whole plot of the movie right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, it's uh, no. I mean, I don't. I don't want to down the, the trailer, eh, but I don't want to downplay. I'm I'm actually really excited uh, for the yeah. movie. We actually are recording uh, later today. We're recording a Suicide Squad kind of patron exclusive. Uh, where we looked at the DC animated stuff mm-hmm. using the Suicide yeah. Squad type things, uh, and then we're gonna have our review come out. Uh, and it was when I was rewatching these cartoons, I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm I think I'm really really excited yeah. for yeah. it. That's oh, nice. Because yeah. they, they actually did show in these last, because they had a Harley Quinn trailer where you actually get to see her fight because so far uh, Margot Robbie has just been kind of talking and she doesn't have that same accent. And so you're like, eh, I don't know about this Harley, but you get to see her fight in like a closed space and get to see her personality. Then they had one for Joker, had his own mini teaser trailer, and then they had this final one. So let me ask you this. Was this like what they did uh, those brief, brief trailers of all the characters that they did, they released like last week or something like that. Yeah, like those were more like gifts, kind of. So they had, okay, so they're they, like thirty they second. They're thirty second yeah. TV spots where yeah. they just showcase the character being goofy. Yeah. So they didn't include this into this trailer. This is something. I mean, there were probably some. There was probably some overlap in there. I'm sure, but, but it wasn't that format. Like back yeah. to back, back no. to back. Okay. Like they gave a single like part of the movie that they did, like Harley Quinn and elevator scene, and then Joker. It really did, took clips of him throughout. Like I feel like the whole movie, different costumes, different deals, different mannerism. Like he gets out, uh, he has a different expression on his face. He's, he goes from uh, the uh, classic looking Joker to like a uh, what would you like a Japanese punk? Yeah, 
And he has that like scowl on his face. He's got, with the scowl. The he's got that big pimp, purple, yeah. pimp, shiny pimp jacket he wears yeah. in like one scene, and then the next scene he's got you know no shirt on. It's all sorts yeah. of stuff. He's all over the place. Yeah, so it it just showcases like this joke. Like if you have reservations about this Joker, this is a crazy some bitch because in this clip that we're showing you, he makes fifty five thousand costume changes <laughs> and just acting different. But I mean, overall, I, I'm just excited about this movie. So I was I was excited to to have another trailer. And when it said final, I was like, oh, okay, we'll get like a little snippet. But when it turned out to be three minutes, I was like, yeah, I'm turning to Richard Taplin on this one. I can't, can't keep watching. Especially when you're this close. It's like, it's like yeah. dropping the ball on the one yard line. You know, you're like, <laughs> like, at this point, it's like, just let's just watch the movie, guys. Right? You know, and it's, it's, no, it's no offense to the movie itself. I think it's going to be yeah. great. But you're like, uh. so let me ask you this. And just to kind of go back, I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, you're good. But um, with the Civil War trailer, mm. when they had showed, they had dropped a trailer that had Spider Man in it. Could you have At done just end, fine not seeing, seeing that. that and then just been completely mind-boggled when you saw him at the theater? Or did you feel like he had too big of a role so they had to tell you that Spider-Man was going to be in it? So I'm going to be an idealist for a second and I'm going to be a yeah. pragmatist, okay? I'm ready. Idealist this is an ideal world. We have no clue that they cracked that deal. We ha- None of us have any idea that that deal got made. And then he sh- he's not in any of the trailers and he shows up in the movie and your your mind is just... Uh, I mean, I would have gone. I mean, I was still super excited to see Spider Man, yeah. but yeah, to see as a surprise that would have been like, like you probably couldn't even fit in the rest of the movie, right? Uh, you probably maybe that's it, what it was. It a lot them. of us would have passed out. Yeah. Now, pragmatically though, we we live in the internet age, guys. Like, the, it's just impossible to keep secrets like big mm-hmm. secrets like that anymore. That is true. And if you know what's going to get out, Marvel's had a record of doing this. They want to get ahead of leaks, so if it gets yeah. out, they want to be the ones to break the really break the news. And if you're going to break the news about Spider-Man, and you know you've got that that tool and your marketing and your in your in your belt for marketing a film, mm-hmm. you use it. I mean, I mean that that, that probably easily made them at least I that don't know sense. five to ten million dollars more just because Spider-Man was in the movie, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, so that's pragmatically. I mean, so it's like one of those things. It's like one of the evils in the world we have to just put up with that it's impossible to keep secrets. And and we've we've seen other filmmakers try and fail to do the same thing. That Look is at true. J.J. Abrams with Khan. Remember that one where they're like, oh no, it's not Khan. He's not con guys, but no, it is. You just couldn't yeah. keep the secret because of how and much the internet is. Yeah, Social media. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, off of Suicide Squad, the last thing that I want to talk about real quick because we have a new segment we talked about last week, and we waited until Mr. Masters came on to, to introduce oh, thank it. You. Oh, I mean, we got to, we got to. But the last trailer was Doctor Strange. So you hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, this is the one I haven't seen. Okay, so I don't want to spoil too much, but it goes. It's just more artistically beautiful. Um, it goes. It, it gives a little bit more of his backstory because people are watching the trailer. If you haven't, if you don't have an inclination to read comics, let alone a Doctor Strange comics, you're sitting here like, why is Sherlock, you know, in the hospital and then meeting with this bald lady and getting punched into like oblivion? So it just goes back into him, you know, kind of struggling with this stuff. And I think the first trailer they showed him going down the back alleys because he he did perform like back alley brain surgery and all kinds of all kinds of stuff like that, and so. It was just taking the aspect of this is who this man is and this is his journey. So they extended the trailer a little bit more and started from ground zero uh, in the hospital bed with his hands. It shows him you know, playing piano at one point in time and washing his hands before surgery and gives you that air about him that he's a respected uh, surgeon and he's got this this uh, he's in this social class. And then all of a sudden his world gets taken away from him. And how does he recover? And then from there, you know, it gives a little bit more of the, the struggle that 
Strange, Stephen Strange goes through to become Doctor Strange and what that alludes to in the future. And um, honestly, I think it's going to move towards phase four of Marvel's yeah, cinematic I universe. Yeah, so. I'd suspect so. Getting, what, again, further and further <laughs> into the the cosmic realm. I know they showed at Comic-Con uh, somewhat on the same subject. They showed, like, the Hulk's battle armor. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know, we're Infinity, we know Infinity War is obviously heading uh, to... Thanos. So yeah. yeah, everything. Yeah, Phase Four. Everything getting into that like intergalactic cosmic stuff. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. So I mean, that was awesome. But let's take a quick pause for the cause. Is that what is quick? the cause? Nah, I don't know. It could be uh, taking a piss. Like that's why we take a pause for the cause. Yeah. I mean, it give, can be me just getting some more water. That yeah. could be. I, I don't like you saying drinking water on on the air. We got to keep people thinking we're drunk um spirit water there we go but yeah there's no real cause just take a pause because i tell you to folks there we go coming to you from a little bit of anime this is monica robinson and elijah bailey the podcast that walks the line it's detailed enough for some hardcore fans but we also keep it simple for the casual new anime viewer also to listen to our podcast or to find out more about us our show or to contact us go to our official facebook page a little bit of anime to find us on twitter or instagram go to bit anime and to find anything about us go to www.blackandstudios.com where you can click on our link and have access to all our shows Thank you for downloading this episode. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. What's new in gaming? Boom, 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 ba Bigger your music, sir. I hate that music. I'm not going to sing that every fucking time we do that. Why not? You kind of make me sing the anime. <laughs> no, anime. you came up with anime. Yeah, anime. but you kind of give me that I look did. every time. <laughs> like anime if you don't anime fucking starts, sing, he gives me a look like you're fucking out of here. Yeah. to the moon, Richard. To He's the moon. Kick me downstairs. All right. Well, I'll just. And it's a flight. That's a it flight is. of stairs. I mean, I mean, you should have been training to take that impact. Hmm. Anyway, what's new in gaming? So this is a new segment. Uh, we branched off from We Play One. And basically what we're talking about is what's new in the gaming industry, in the gaming world. What new games do we have uh, coming our way? Was this the, the later half of 2016, early 2017? So um, in, what is that word, uh, gracious fashion? Richard, lead us. Lead the way. Well, the two games that I kind of checked out for the month of August at least, I believe it's August 26th and August 30th, is uh, the Berserk. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. I know uh, we kind of hit on a little bit on the Gamer Stand podcast. I was on their show last week. Uh, the Berserk anime, for anybody who haven't heard of what Berserk is, it's, uh, it's an old school anime that actually just redone and made into a three, is it three story arc series? I think so. I think it is, yes. Three arc series, three movies, about an hour and a half each. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's a great summary of basically the 12 episodes that happened in the past. It's more medieval. Talk about a bunch of scrubs who become no or <laughs> become heroes, basically. And the game style, from what me and Stone was kind of picking up on, is kind of like a um, Destiny or Dynasty Warriors feel to it. Yeah. But a lot more darker because it's berserk. And then the other one was Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. We've seen trailers from the Japan version that's already yeah. been out, but now it's finally coming out to the United States. 
Uh, I, I'm actually pretty excited, excited. for it. It looks good. It looks real good. It has a, I call it the Spider-Man feel. Yeah. Um, because, you know, as anybody who knows, watch Attack on Titans, they have the harnesses that literally propel them uh, almost any anywhere, direction, any direction they want buildings, to. Yeah, off buildings. Yeah. They run across buildings. So it has, I always think of that like a Spider-Man type feel. Uh, it, it looks good. The mechanics look pretty well on it. The art style looks great. And as like I was telling uh, the listeners on the gamer stand is that I play a lot of import games. And granted, I love import games. The only downfall is that I don't speak a lick of Japanese. <laughs> so I have to kind of, you know, figure it P- out or read the manga like I've been st- trying to do now to figure out what the story is. So now to have these stories actually in English, I'm excited. Yeah. That's it? That's all I got, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't want to take up too much of your time. No, 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 I no. I no. dropped those two bombs on you. <laughs> That's a, that wasn't really a bomb. No, it was like just it was dropping. Like a, it, was, it was a smoke bomb. You, you gotta go. You gotta do the whole Hamilton uh, boom. You know, and that's why it. we got Caleb Masters here. <laughs> he is the newest member to the Elijah Bailey show. Yes, uh, today oh. honorary. Oh, he didn't, he didn't know this. Right. Surprise, yeah. guys! Right. I'm on like a fifth podcast there we now. Go. Yes. Peek-a-boo. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go next, Mister Masters? Yeah, or? I yeah. Um, have a couple things. So Comic Con's going on as as we're doing the recording yes. here, and uh, there was so Sega's been really weird with the Sonic franchise they had mm-hmm. at e3 they were all like hey guys we're gonna announce some new sonic stuff come to this streaming thing and then they're like surprise we're not hang out to comic-con <laughs> you'll see it then um and then i actually you know i was doing some of the things i think it was on friday night they were they were live streaming this whole like 25th celebration it was the weirdest thing they had a because you could only see the stage and it looked like nobody was there and there was this guy in a sonic costume awkwardly dancing you know like mr <laughs> roboto style and i was and it, did, and it was like a 30 minutes late so anyway yeah. but if you somehow sitting through that stream we got two <laughs> announcements uh one of them was that there is going to be a new kind of uh, classic uh, retro uh, 16-bit uh, sonic the hedgehog game nice. called sonic mania Ooh. Um, which so it looks like it's going back to the roots, like the Sega Genesis Sonic. Yeah, that's um, exactly what it looked like. Yeah. yeah, I mean down to the graphics, so they're going the whole like Mega Man Ten route or whatever, you know, where they're literally two D side two D side scroller that looks like it was made in the nineties, um, which is fun. And then there was a new game. I, I don't know if we actually got a title for it, uh, but uh, and it's gonna it's it's kind of like that Sonic Generations game that came out a few years ago where you had. Okay. The modern, slick-looking Sonic, along with the kind of fatter, chubbier '90s one. Um, It was a CGI trailer, though, so there was no gameplay. But I was like, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a casual Sonic fan. I was always more of a Nintendo kid, but I still I loved uh, you know the first three Sonic games and then Sonic uh, Adventure one and two. So I was like, all right, well that that's cool. Um, another announcement that I just I just re- recalled was this last week. Uh, so Rise of the Tomb Raider is yes. going to be on everything else uh, outside of just the Xbox One. Oh, yeah, um, so right. play, uh, PlayStation 4, PC, all of us who didn't get it last year when it was on the Xbox One exclusively, it's going to come full 1080p with all the DLC included. Nice. So Nice. Uh, oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I wish I been in on that shit. Well, see, I'm glad I wait because I actually have an Xbox One, but I, there was just so much. It came out the same day as Fallout 4 and StarCraft, yeah. uh, the third StarCraft 2 expansion. So I was like, yeah, oh, I'm never going to play gonna this. This ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I was like, all right, I'll wait until it comes out on PlayStation 4 because even though I've got the, the good old X Bone, my PS4 is my main. That's where I do That's your baby. Me. That's yeah. my baby. Yeah. So uh, hearing that I made a good choice because I get all the DLC included as part yeah. of, I think, the 20th anniversary collection. Yep. Um, so that, I'm pretty excited about that. I, uh, I love the Uncharted games and therefore really liked the new um, Tomb Raider, uh, for the yeah. reboot yeah. or whatever from a few years ago. Uh, so, And I've heard this new one is even more 
tomb heavy. Like it's more like a Legend of Zelda where you actually go and explore actual tombs and there's more puzzles than there were in the first one. So I am really jazzed about that. Nice. Awesome. I only had just a couple of things. Uh, they showed the combat uh, for No Man's Sky was revealed uh, on the 20th. Looks awesome. I've been waiting for this game uh, with my buddy John Alexander, which have you met John yet, or are you just hear about John? I just hear about you him. You just hear about I just hear John. about him and see him on social media. But yeah. he, then I feel like I've met him. He doesn't exist. He's Elijah's buddy. <laughs> like Elijah created a fake social media account. Oh. You know, oh. he's, he's always there. He's always there with Elijah, but I never see him. Exactly. Okay. That well, makes that's sense now. that's why I was talking to uh, Nick from uh, Red Six to Golden Corral last night. He's like, "Does Richard really exist?" And I'm like. Here's Richard. And I held up my hand. I was like, this is Richard Tafflin. I do the voices and everything. He doesn't exist. It's amazing, dude. It's the best character ever created. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, No Man's Sky because I'm real, I'm excited about this game, yeah. but I feel like the hype might kill this might thing. Kill, yeah. Yeah. It looks Everybody's like, like, oh my God, I've been waiting. It's going to change just... my life. And I, if I, I mean, I, I just, my, my hope is it's not like a, a, if you guys remember Spore on the PC yeah. several years uh, back. Yeah. And it was, yeah. and, and I, again, I don't want to cast Doom. I'm just trying to figure out how to adjust my expectations because the premise sounds like I'm never going to play another game again. Exactly. Um, but I also remember Spore was like the same way. It's like you're going to combine all these genres and it's going to be this cool game and you're never going to play an RTS again. And it's like, it will we, fucking come. All, all the time, time. yeah. Every yeah. time you get yourself a new planet, you know. I mean, and it's just, and it, it. Sport was a great experiment, but that's it, that's all it amounted to, was, yeah. you know. Um, a great experiment. I'm excited about No Man's Sky, but you think? I mean, are you, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, no, I'm feeling the same ga- way. I think as gamers, like, there's how many times have our lives been changed by games? Uh, dude, I mean, it's it's, me. it's a countless I, yeah, number. It, yeah. it is. It really is because even though the game may change our life for just you know six months, second, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or until the next year, <laughs> until the next game comes out that kind of picked from that particular game and yeah. capitalized on it. Uh, but I definitely feel what you're feeling. Like I always get super paranoid when the games start getting too, too. much hype. Because uh, it kills it. It, it. it can kill it because then your expectations well, get get too I mean, high. It's the same thing. Division. <laughs> <laughs> Division and, and Destiny, dude. Oh god, Destiny, Destiny had me. Destiny had me. I feel like if a game can at least have me for six months, okay, I feel okay with. If it. I if I think if Destiny would have come out as it did a year later with the expand yeah. all the expansions included, it might have changed my life. That was and that was that wasn't that wasn't the victim of like yes, this is I I was hyped. I was like gonna, it's gonna be yeah. another social game because I don't do MMOs with my friends. Yeah. And for about a month solid, I was into it. And then I was like, oh, you know, man. I'm tired of doing the same thing over and over again, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's no story, and yeah, that was a bummer. Fucking thumbs are worn down to the bone playing Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my last one I want to hit before uh, we get out of here is uh, there was a new trailer briefly after the Wonder Woman trailer. And Wonder Woman, is, uh, they had a new trailer announcing her as uh, was Injustice Gods Among Us 2. Oh, oh yeah. So, I didn't see this. Yeah, I did. I'll show it to it you. It showed but, her special, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, who was she, she was fighting? Um, There's a picture here by as Blue Beetle. Oh, Blue Beetle. Was it Blue Beetle? I don't think it was Blue Beetle on the trailer. I just think they put it up. But Blue Beetle is going to be in the game as well. Oh, that's cool. I did not know he was in the game. Yeah, I didn't even realize a sequel to this game was coming out until two days ago. And when they said, oh, hey, it's going to be at Comic-Con, I was like, what, this this exists? Yeah, they did like E3. It wasn't even E3 when they did it. They did four E3. They dropped it. Well, actually, I think it was in May. They started hitting towards it. And then that was it. They had like trailers for a couple super, you know, deals. I think it yeah, was E3. Tra- they actually showed a bunch of the special moves. Okay, I yeah. remember being able to look and see the lot of special them. moves. Yeah, I think it's because of Batman v Superman. They wanted to hype them up because that was who got the spotlight. Is Batman versus the Flash, and then Superman. Then you had Supergirl, 
Um, and right. the Red Lantern and, and stuff like that. So I'm excited for that game. That yeah. it looks really I like good. Yeah, I like the first one too. And even though I'm not a huge Mortal Kombat fan, uh, and this game you know does play yeah, very very similar mechanics. to Mortal Kombat, I don't know. Just the specials and everything. And just I've always I've spent so many hours in Injustice One. It's so much yeah. fun. It, it's 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 like a, again as a person who really likes DC. I'm a DC mm-hmm. fan, and you know I, fighting games are the ones I usually like rent and like just power through in like a weekend. Yeah. But it's like comfort food. Like I'm like I oh, just just keep throwing them at me because I'll keep mm-hmm. playing them. I love the first one again. It's like is it a great game? Probably not. But I I sure love seeing those specials and the exactly. and the storyline exactly. was so as a fan you're just like oh this is so much and fun. The DLC you did the season pass and every yeah. every couple weeks or every month you get a new character and then you had it on your phone as well. And yeah. Could, yeah. It, 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 That's right. I do remember you having it on the phone. Yeah, dude. It immersed my world and then I kept missing like the deadlines to get people so I was like, fuck this game. They can't extend this for Elijah Bailey. <laughs> I'm going to have a goddamn podcast and you can't do Fuck this, but I still love it, dude. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I can't I can't wait for the new one. I, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, Richard. That's very I'll sensitive. I'll laugh with you. I'm yeah. sorry. I was trying to comfort you, and you're laughing. <laughs> okay, so that's it for what's new in gaming. And now on to Shun of a Bitch of the Week. Uh, Richard, do you want to go first, or Caleb? Because I know we... I know Caleb's son of a bitch kind of treads on gaming. It does, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great segue there, guys. Magical <laughs> stuff, right? Um, yeah. So my son of a bitch this week is also it's an abusive relationship because I also love this thing. It's uh, Pokemon Go. Yes. Why is it the son of a bitch? Because it fucking keeps crashing every time. Yes. So every time I go into the city or go somewhere where it's popular, there actually are Pokemon. Because <laughs> my apartment complex, it's weird. My apartment complex, which is still in the city, is a desert. I have to drive like a mile before I get to Lake Hefner, and there's some stuff, right? Yeah. I every time I go into the city, I'm like, I'll just go to the coffee shop today and catch. Pokemon and walk around in downtown every fucking time, guys. It crashes every oh, single time. Man. I'm like, are you are you kidding me? I'm like, I go down. I'm like, oh, go down to Bricktown. It's cool. And then the game freezes. Or or you're like, oh my god, it's a uh, it's it's like an Onyx. I kind of made an Onyx. I can't. I'm trying to remember like a Kadabra. And I I'm like, oh, I, I got the Pokeball and the game freezes. And you're like, no, we're at Kadabra. And exactly. you come back and you didn't it's catch gone. him. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah dude. That's that, a good summer bitch. Though. That is though, because that was like last week. That fucking Tauros that kept moving on my ass. Oh my yeah. god, Tauros. We were Tauros. like traveling throughout half of downtown Tulsa, Tulsa trying to find a fucking Tauros. Fucking Tauros yeah. It wasn't even worth it. No, it wasn't. Fucking the Tauros. best part of the night was running into Mike and Aubrey from yeah, that was, Psychometrics that was unique. Interactive Studios. But that, yeah, I, I feel your pain because I go home, I'm like, man, I could catch Pokemon here. Like, really? There's no fucking Pokemon near my house at all? Well, then, then I see all my friends, uh, uh, my <laughs> friends on like Instagram and Snapchat who are like all in their apartment. Oh, hey, I just caught a, a freaking Mew in my bedroom. I'm like, what, what you, you son of a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> so you son of a bitch. Uh, I think my son of a bitch is, um, which I love this son of a bitch. Yeah. Dearly. Mm-hmm. Is my PC. Oh. Yeah. I saw uh, it was missing. Yeah. I had recorded a show, I think it was Thursday night or Friday night, and I had powered it off, and then I forgot I had, uh, I do all my editing, I put everything in Dropbox for I can edit at home and whatnot. And I forgot I, uh, I didn't upload this show in the Dropbox. Try to cut it mm. on my PC, and PC would not come on. Oh, no. Mm. No. And Caleb, I know you know. <sighs> that's like the scariest thing. It's the scariest thing when you don't know if your audio survived. It's That's like the worst fear of every podcaster is to have a lost show. Uh, after after how many have we lost so far? We've lost two episodes. Oh, three episodes. Oh, so. my heart breaks. Because it's uh, like you put all that work into a show, and all of a sudden, poof. Yeah, most yeah. of them are on my show, and I lost one of actually Elijah Bailey's show. Yeah, which was... All right. Which was, was awkward. Like, was like, and then I realized, at first, I never know if I lost it. Maybe I just keep looking and looking mm-hmm. and looking and looking. Like I stayed up all for, fucking night looking yeah. for this. But um, so I freak out. I bring my PC home, which killed a night of editing. Of course. And 
I'm up to like 2.50 in the morning trying to fucking figure it out how to get it back working. Finally, I get it to Pyrone, but then I forget that I left all my VGA cables are here at the studio. Oh, so I couldn't dude. test it. That sucks, <laughs> no. man. So then I came back uh, up here, and luckily, you know, uh, Saturday, yesterday during my break at, lun- at, at work, I came up here and put it together, and sure enough, it came on. Runs quieter now. Dusted yeah. it out. Couldn't but- figure out what exactly happened. <laughs> <laughs> took the power supply out. Took it out. I completely so, yeah, had that thing gutted. You get a, you get a baby it a little bit, you know. They're, yeah. Those computers, they're they can, they're, they're mood swings a exactly. little bit, you know. Exactly. Then I felt bad. I was like, you know what? You are a little dusty. I apologize. Let me mm-hmm. go ahead and you know get a little duster. And maybe that's all they wanted. We just, to, just some loving. I think this episode's hashtag is hashtag Richard needs a hug. Just for, just for that. <laughs> so after you listen to it, just on your, on your Facebook, anywhere on the Elijah Bailey Show page on Facebook, just put hashtag Richard needs a hug. Hashtag Richard needs a hug. Richard, I'll give you a hug. Thanks, Kay. I was going to get one from you before you left. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Little did you know. <laughs> a from, surprise hug attack. From behind. <laughs> from behind. A surprise <laughs> hug. <laughs> okay. Who's your son of a bitch? My son of a bitch. Honda Civic. And I had to stop because I was so... Fucking mad. I, there was no reason for them to come out in the traffic right in front of me. Almost made me wreck my fucking car. And I think I was late, and there was just all this shit building up. And I said, What was this? Oh, dude, like a Wednesday. I think Wednesday night. Okay. And I was sitting there, and I said this, and I was like, You know what? I'm going to write this down. And, you know, I pulled over and wrote it down. Honda Civic was a dick sinkhole. Wow. That's what I wrote. Fucking dick sinkhole to cut me off in the middle of the fucking road. And I say, you know what? You're just a fucking piece of ass. Not even worth anything. Just ass there and not even good ass to be taken. So wow. I was I was upset. Man, that sounds some I know. Some hate and and I went I went home and then my dogs, you know, jumped up on me and gave me some love and I kinda cooled down. But, but then you got every- cool dogs too. I don't think I got to say it in the last show. Yeah, they're, they're scary as shit. Yeah, but- they use their big boy barks like they got some good dog. They got some good barks. Uh, yeah, scary as fuck. Yeah, Richard, and, uh, Richard, and then Josh came over, and then Kylo and Chewie were. They didn't know who was in their home, and uh, it went from the. Roo, roo, to they just stayed barking, roo, roo, roo. growling ten feet away. Yeah, yeah, they were, but they they were scared. They so, are, yeah, I mean, cool. so if you get bit, I mean, it's your fault for coming to my house. So, <laughs> I mean, Josh really did just walk in without knocking or asking if it was all right, and they will alert you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they will let you know. But that is the uh, son of a bitch of the week. But that's the son of a bitch of the week. Other than that, thank you for coming on the show, Mr. Masters. Yeah, my yes. pleasure, guys. Uh, it's real awesome to be here right here in Black and Studios. You guys have a sick setup. It's been a real blast hanging out and talking to you guys this afternoon. Thank you. Yes, it has been a, a true honor, and I'm going to have definitely have you back here, man. Yeah. Uh, it's been a blast. Just the chemistry and everything it yeah. just feels good, man. It's great. Yeah, well, I mean, he has, cool to come, he has to come back next week for because he's a part of the show now. Oh so. yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm yeah, the new host, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so. I should have read that man. contract before I signed it. Right. That's too late. Yeah, He's a sneaky one, man. He's but a sneaky one. Now you can go back and tell other people uh, on our next meetup that Richard does exist. Richard does in fact <laughs> exist. I'm, okay. not, I'm not just pulling the janitor you're not, in for you're, pictures. You're not full of shit. Okay, I got you. I'll, I'll back you up. I'll back you up, buddy. Uh, yeah. I was like, hey, hey, after you fix the shit or come in here, I need a picture to say Richard was here in the studio with me. So, um, but could you give everybody your info where they can find you and your podcast and get trash? media yeah so if you want to follow me personally on on twitter that's probably the easiest way to contact me uh, reach out uh, at c masters talk uh is my personal uh you can find us uh, good trash media and all the podcasts we do at goodtrashmedia.com 
also on the Twitter um, at good underscore trash and on Facebook at facebook.com slash good trash media. Again, if you guys are into movies and you want to and you want to like really explore more than just surface level, like, you know, entertainment about the film, I, I definitely encourage you to check it out there. Uh, we also actually have a, like a Patreon page where people can contribute mm-hmm. funding to us uh, every month at uh, patreon.com slash GTM. And, you know, we've got a bunch of cool rewards set up for that, like T-shirts and uh, you get to pick a movie at a certain level that for us to cover and all that good stuff. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah, if, so that'll about cover all of our social media-ing. Social media-ing. Yeah, social media. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the first one, social media I think I like that better. Twitter, hashtag social media I'm down. Richard, where can they find you at? Cleaning the toilets. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You can find me cleaning the toilets uh, at blackenstudios.com <laughs> and also on our social media at Blackened Studios. What if somebody like www cleaning the toilets at blackenstudios.com <laughs> actually put that in? Like, he fucking lied to us. Sorry. So uh, you can find it. <laughs> sorry. It's <laughs> a sorry that really didn't give it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can find anything and everything about The Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at The Elijah Bailey Show page. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show without the W. That's S H O. Make sure to send me emails, Elijah Bailey23 at yahoo.com. And there is a new email address coming specifically for the show. Thank you guys for following. Uh, thank you for everybody in Oklahoma. Thank you for everybody in the U.S. and our international listeners. And this has been the Elijah Bailey Show, and we're gone. The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black and Studios. Bailey Lifestyle and Fitness, and Bailey Martial Arts Institute. The views and opinions of The Elijah Bailey Show do not reflect upon our sponsors. <laughs>